the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Oh, yes. Backbone Radio. We're back in the saddle. We are back live, back local. Here we are on this October 9th, 2022. Glad to be in here. I took last Sunday out. Where was I? Well, I was I was out in Elk Camp. You know, we uh, got to get the family out there, the men of the family, and even some of the women of the family out chasing the mighty elk in Idaho, just on uh, not too far from the Tetons, a little bit of northern Idaho, way up there, way up high. And yeah, we had to, we did have to make room in our freezer, got to say this, you know. Sometimes you uh, you do have a successful hunt, as the family did, and cousin, uncle, father, myself. And it is interesting to me that you see Tucker Carlson doing this whole series on the end of men, the end of men in America, dropping testosterone levels, the whole deal. But I'll tell you what, you spend a little time in elk camp in Idaho, Hanging out with that crowd, especially the Duns, you know. And I'll tell you what, there's a there's an excess of testosterone in uh, in Idaho. At least there was when we were there. And um, yeah, hanging out with the Marines and the hunting guides and some of the crew up there. What an awesome awesome week out there. And yeah, I dragged it out a little bit. I was the last one. That was the last one, but that, you know, gives you more time to be hiking the hills. You know, you can get 10 miles a day plus running around the hills. But I won't go off on all of that too much because, yeah, you know, we've got other items. Oh, nice text messages coming in. Some folks have missed Backbone Radio when I was out last week. And I know they played a best of, but I heard it was a little patchy. I was getting all kinds of feedback. So thank you for uh, for letting me know about that but you know um are we on the prospects of you know facing armageddon nuclear destruction what uh what the heck is going on i spent a little time in uh elk camp and i come back and everyone's like worried about you know nuclear conflagration nuclear war with russia the whole thing and i was just like oh my gosh we have some extremely sick sick people in power in the united states of america they're just sick, folks. They're killing this country. They're destroying this place. Don't you feel that America has become sick? I don't know. The American people, still largely not sick, largely healthy, the best people in the world, this American population, this American heartland, this American middle class, freedom-loving middle class, Second Amendment-loving American heartland, but I tell you what, the people on top are just barf-sick, wacko extremist freak jobs running the show right now. And, you know, they've got their tentacles in Europe. You know, it's the globalist elite. And tell you what, these people have got to be defeated, ladies and gentlemen, before we end up in some kind of a completely 
idiotic and unnecessary world nuclear conflagration. Joe Biden's out there telling people at a Democrat fundraiser, yeah, it's like we're on the verge of, a, of, of nuclear Armageddon, you know, for the first time since, um, since the Bay of Pigs. We're, we're like really on the verge of this here. And it's like, oh, jeez. Here's what, here's what Joe Biden said. Quote, we have not faced the prospect of Armageddon since Kennedy and the Cuban Missile Crisis. Biden is telling Democrats. So he's throwing around the Armageddon terminology. And of course, this comes, we are seven months into this preposterous, ludicrous, stupid, asinine war, proxy war over Ukraine, essentially United States versus Russia, that we've now spent $67 billion on, $67 billion American taxpayer dollars to Ukraine. For the place that, yeah, Ukraine, how much money did they give to Hunter Biden? Yeah, how many billions did Hunter Biden get out of there? Uh-huh. Well, um, how much is our ruling class, the kids of uh, yeah, Nancy Pelosi's kid, Mitt Romney's kid, John Kerry's kids, Joe Biden's kids, how much money have they essentially filched out of Ukraine and now we're having to go to war with them? On John Lennon's birthday, you know that John Lennon today would be 82 years old, you know, the give peace a chance theme, imagine, all that stuff, you know, whatever happened to the anti-war left? Where'd those people go? Did they vanish? Do they no longer exist? Or are they like suddenly all like warmongers like Liz Cheney, do you think? Is that possible? You think the, the flower children of the 60s and the 70s are like Liz Cheney types right now? I don't think so, but I think the media just uh, tamps them down. The media has some of these people so propagandized, they, they have no clue what is happening. And that's one thing that I'll be pointing out. I do a segment, an essay segment on propaganda pretzels. So many people, um, whatever that, it's a minority portion of the country, but the ones that, uh, you know, somehow just believe in the propaganda, they just buy into it. They're just very literal minded about every bit of propaganda that comes their way. And, you know, they get so much propaganda, they care about the environment. They, oh, they care about the environment. But then, oh, the Nord Stream pipeline gets blown up. And, yeah, you think that was by Russia? Give me a break. Uh, I, I, I All fingers point at the United States of America on that. And do you think that the people that are going to be sitting around all concerned about the environment are going to be upset about this Nord Stream pipeline blowing up? Oh, do you think? And if they knew that the United States of America had actually done that, did it? Did we? I think that um, if you shook your magic eight ball, it would say signs point to yes in my opinion, you know, and you know, these people, you know, they, do you care about the environment? Yeah, well, Nord Stream, and then, uh, well, what would nuclear Armageddon do to the environment, you think? You think that'd be good, you know? Yeah, these people uh, get so whipped around by the propaganda, they have no idea what they are doing, and kind of like we say, they're, they're voting um, against their own self-interest with a fervor and a passion, the ones that do, and it's not 82 million, give me a break, but um, because they can't see through the propaganda, and that's part of our job around here is to help people see through that. And this Nord Stream thing blew up when I'm out in Elk Camp. i got to cover that one, make the case on who blew up Nord Stream. And I think, wouldn't you say that most every Backbone Radio listener knows exactly what the deal is there, you think? Fascinating Kanye West interview with Tucker Carlson this week. Kanye in prison. He wasn't allowed to say that he loves Trump all those years, and it kind of started driving him crazy. 
Just like in the Soviet Union, Hollywood comes down on you, the deep state, the ruling class comes down, and you can't speak your mind. Oh, you're crazy. You're bipolar. You're, you're crazy. That's what they do with dissidents in the Soviet Union. And that's what they do here in the United States of America with our sick people in power. I've been talking a lot about armed bureaucrats in the United States of America, armed three-letter agency bureaucrats, and how that's the fulfillment of Democrat power fantasies. That's what they love. They don't want a democracy, but they want bureaucrats, and they want armed bureaucrats who get to do secret, redacted stuff all the time, carry guns around and enforce their unelected power. Anyway, Mark Hemingway has this great article at Real, Real Clear Investigations about armed bureaucrats. <laughs> it's kind of funny. I wonder if he's listening to Backbone Radio, some of my themes around here. Looks like Elon Musk is going to get Twitter, and that's on the whole a good thing, but he's like talking about how it's paving the way, accelerating the path to the everything app, which is, oh, that's such a negative. It just kind of makes me having a little bit of a harder time to feel all happy about Elon taking over Twitter, that, uh, you know, censorship space, ugly arena that Twitter is, where I do have a very fine Twitter account. Uh, if you want my opinion, you got to follow at Backbone Radio. We'll have some Biden gaff reels tonight. We'll have some excerpts from Trump's rally in Nevada. He's, Trump's going to have a rally Right when this show ends, I believe, starting in Arizona, some great MAGA candidates, Carrie Lake, Blake Masters, running for governor and Senate in Arizona. And, oh, it's looking good for both and all of them. Going to have fun previewing a little bit of that and reviewing a little bit of that. And meanwhile, in Austria, you know, the uh, winter is coming. They're hoarding firewood in, like, Germany and Austria and Poland, some of these countries. Because, yeah, Europe managed to make some very green, very bad decisions on their energy future. Good job, people. It's just like, I mean, it's so low IQ. Yeah. The, uh, the power people are, they're leading the world in the exact wrong direction, folks. We've got to stop this. We've got to defeat them. And good little chance in November to make some progress, don't you think? Anyway, Matt Don, it's Backbone Radio 303-696-1971. Yeah, there we go. Mike Ness, the rest of our lives. Raise these kids on our own the rest of our lives. Yeah, that's what we're doing around my household. That minivan is going from school to piano to soccer to swimming to everywhere else we can think of right now. Going through the gas. And we're back up to, what, $4 plus a gallon? Jays. And Joe Biden has drained the Strategic Petroleum Reserve to try to help Democrat election prospects in 2022. Oh, this is a cynical bunch of chumps. They're just sick. My goodness. I just go around thinking this all the time, that the people on top are really, really a nasty and dangerous bunch of people who treat the American people like dirt. Do you ever get that feeling? Do you ever notice that? You would notice that if you ever listen to the propaganda, listen to any form of news. And, oh, yeah, we're bathing in it at all times. And it's to the point, you know, Donald Trump brought us peace and prosperity. Peace around the world. Peace on earth. John Lennon, whose birthday is today, he would have loved Donald Trump for his peaceableness and the way he handled all kinds of foreign scenarios just flawless the guy should have like three or four nobel prizes but then biden shows up and yeah it's like we're on the verge of armageddon nuclear 
destruction. And it's like Armageddon for our economy, too. It's like everything is so bad. All the numbers are going the wrong direction. And what are we? Uh, you know, how many days are we from the midterms? Like 30 days from the midterm elections. Good job, Joe Biden. You've screwed everything up. And your fellow Democrats are heading in to get votes. And, uh, you know, they're pretty darn tied to Joe Biden and the mistakes and the catastrophes and the gaffes and the whole deal. But yet the pollsters are out there saying, oh, you know, it's like, yeah, the uh, Democrats are actually looking pretty good. Yeah, but uh, don't buy any of that. It will be a red wave if there is enough election integrity. For me, that is the variable. Do we have enough election integrity in this country to pull off the will of the voters, which would be, uh, you know, jettisoning a whole bunch of Democrats and maybe even some rhinos. Got a bunch of rhinos out in the primaries. Boy, that was just so much fun, including the glorious, the ignominious, more monger Liz Cheney, who's just all in favor of sending $65 billion over to Ukraine. But yeah, uh, Biden's talking about Armageddon. What do, you, do you, what do you think, ladies and gentlemen? Are we really on the verge of Armageddon? You know, when I was originally talking about the start of this uh, conflict in Ukraine, I was just thinking, you know, my gosh, folks. And, and like I said, America has provoked this whole scenario with its constant meddling in Ukraine. Yes, that's a, it, at least then it was kind of an unpopular opinion. I was out there saying that exactly how this whole thing started. And um, now people are like agreeing with me. It's kind of funny. I went in there and I took a few hits. I took a few hits, but I stayed strong. I showed a little bit of backbone. I exhibited backbone, and now people are coming around. Who's glad to have $65 billion of our dollars sent over to Ukraine? Yeah, with a place that enriched Hunter Biden. Who, who's psyched about that? Who's, who's psyched about the prospect of Armageddon, that these absolute sick people in the national security apparatus, the Department of State, the CIA, the intel agencies, Essentially, that's what this war is about. It is about, um, yeah, the CIA province of Ukraine. And, uh, yeah, I think World Economic Forum types are involved. Ah, Victoria Newlands all over it. I'll get into the Nord Stream pipeline and all of that in just a little bit. But, you know, even the uh, president of Francais, that would be Emmanuel Macron. Macron. The biggest, like, weenie ever. Um, elected in France, the WEF poster child. Anyway, he's like uh, chiding Joe Biden for like loosely talking about Armageddon at that fundraiser where Biden's just throwing around the Armageddon turn. And, he, and like Macron says, oh, quote, we must speak with prudence, prudence on such important matters. So even uh, that Euro weenie Macron is uh, unhappy about Biden talking about Armageddon. But they're all in it. They, I mean, they all seem to want Armageddon. Hey, yeah, would it be good for the environment? Oh, I don't think so. Among other things, it's not good for our pocketbook. I saw that in Florida, after Hurricane Ian hit, some people are trying to like put up Ukraine flags in hopes that the United States government will actually give some aid to Florida after their, uh, their little hurricane situation. Have you seen that one? That's you know, kind of a joke. You know, you make jokes once in a while. I try not to do it very often. But uh, anyway, let's start saying hello to some folks. Thanks for checking in. 303-696-1971. And it looks like we've got uh, Gary. Gary, uh, are you near Fort Worth, Texas, checking in with us? 
I am, Matt. How are you doing? Hey, doing fine. Glad to have you on board. Hey, uh, Matt, you know, I've listened to you for a long time. I'm wondering, as a, a simple man in a, in a country here that's supposed to be a republic, yeah, what can we do? Because we we hear all these things, we know all these problems, all this corruption that's going on. What's the answer for us? Well, there's nothing being done, man. Yeah, I know, and that is the uh, wet blanket. Which McConnells, the rhinos, I think, are a lethal force, where they essentially lie to the voting base of the Republican Party, and they uh, essentially serve the Uniparty and serve these corrupt interests and. The, in the end, uh, you know, these individuals that are running the show have to be defeated. And how do you do that? I mean, how do you get them defeated? And uh, obviously you've got to see through the propaganda. You've got to spread the word. and You've got to be as engaged as you can possibly be and be opening your mouth as much as you possibly can. But uh, I think on some level, voting out the wrong people, and that's Democrats, of course, and that's rhinos, of course. And that's, uh, you know, maybe trying to get somebody like a Trump in again in 2024 or if he doesn't run some other candidate that's not controlled by the unit party and by the establishment, okay? But uh, it's uh, it is hard to hard to know exactly what to do. You have any special thoughts? I don't have a special thought. I just uh, all I know I can do is vote, and that seems like uh, hopefully it's not not going to be uh, obliterated by some, you know, uh, maybe uh, Facebook or somebody. Yep. Yep. And it's a uh, it's discouraging as hell, frankly, um, to see, you know, someone like a Zuckerberg could spend how many billions that he spent in that last election cycle. 2020 broke yeah. all kinds of laws with that. And uh, you've seen uh, that even adjudicated. I believe in like up in Wisconsin is where they did that. Um, but in spite of all it, just I mean, don't don't be discouraged on that sense. I mean, on the one hand, you have to know that we're going down the tubes. This country is dying. But on the other hand. You have to keep engaged. You have to keep, uh, you know, voting and finding a way to uh, to get around the corner. One thing that helps to see is that these people on top are freaks. They are paranoid. They are scared, and they're weaker than you might think. I mean, on one level, they're like extremely powerful, but yet they're also quite weak, and they don't have the people. They're not beloved by the people. And the more people that see through their propaganda, and they are going to be catapulted out of office as fast as they came in. So that, that's at least something, seeing through the curtain a little bit. But you're asking the right question, I Gary. I believe that, Matt. I, and, you know, I'm, I'm strong. I'll keep fighting. I'll vote for the people that are uh, correct. And we'll see what happens. Well, that's all you can do. Um, but, uh, but no matter what, let's just do that with as much vigor as we possibly can. And hey, Gary, yeah, honored that you, uh, you tune in from down in uh, Texas. We got a lot of good friends down that way, Fort Worth and Dallas, and we do play a lot of George Strait. And tonight it'll be a lot of Loretta Lynn. I don't know if you, uh, Doug Blessing, man. Loretta. Yeah, Gary, all the best to you. And if you would check in from time to time, we'd like to get some updates from Texas. Anyway, be right back. That would be sweet Loretta Lynn. And we're going to play a lot of Loretta tonight. R.I.P. Rest in peace, Loretta Lynn, who passed away this week at the age of 90. 
and I've played a lot of Loretta over the years. I just love her music. I've got all of her stuff. I've got all the albums. Well, not all of them. I think she released like 60 albums in her career. That's just uh, pretty incredible. She's like the most decorated female country recording artist in American history. 11 number one albums, 24 number one singles. She wrote over 160 songs. Yeah, released 60 albums. And guess what? Loretta Lynn was a big supporter of Donald Trump. Do you know that? I remember that. Loretta Lynn, when she would do her live shows, she would put in a good word for Trump every darn time. Oh, yeah. Just one of those legends, Loretta Lynn. We hate, we hate to see her go. I wish we could go on forever, but when you hit 90, you have really had a good, full life. You have not missed a thing. And as the program goes on, I'll do some more chat about Loretta. Sweet Loretta Lynn. We'll have a few more tunes coming up from Loretta as the show goes on. And talking a bit about Armageddon, and the lines have been full since I started the show. So I'll be going to talk to everybody. I'll just set up a little bit about, again, Biden talking about Armageddon at a fundraiser with Democrats, just tossing it around. Yeah, he said this quote. We have not faced the prospect of Armageddon since Kennedy and the Cuban Missile Crisis. So he's implying that we are facing an Armageddon at this point in time, in part because of his idiotic, monstrous, stupid foreign policy over this Ukraine imbroglio, which I've been on from day one around here. And behind the scenes, I mean, are we Cuban Missile Crisis territory? Are we? Good grief, folks. This is the last thing we need, but again, like I said, the people on top are sick and clueless, and they do not care about the American people in this democracy they like to claim that we live in. Ned Ryan brings a good point or two up here. And by the way, when this audio starts, the Fox News commentator says we've spent $16 billion on Ukraine. I actually looked that up. We've actually spent $67 billion, and Tucker Carlson is going with the $67 billion number since February. Let's hear this. Ned, we've already committed more than $16.8 billion since February. How much more are we expected 67. to get? Or risk of yeah, our children's no. lives? I mean, I seriously, I can't believe we're talking yep. about nuclear war right now. Yeah, no, this is this is absolute insanity that we're even having this conversation as we continue to send tens of billions of our taxpayer dollars over to Ukraine with, with absolutely no end in sight. And, and if, if the, the goal is to have regime change in Russia... We are going to escalate towards something, I, I believe, very violent. Again, I, I have never heard anybody make a compelling argument, Rachel, on any level. What on earth does this have to do with U.S. interests, especially the American taxpayer interests? It has nothing to do with it at all. In fact, this is really something that Europe has helped bring about uh, with their weakness and their dependence on Russian oil. So it, at some point... I hope statesmen show up and say we're going to have an offering up here and figure out how to solve this peacefully, because right now it feels like we are they are trying to compel us to go to a place that we do not want to go as a country. But even I would argue uh, as a world. Yep. Yep. And that's the national security state. That's the military industrial complex. That's the ruling class that's been enriching themselves off of Ukraine for decades and yeah that's the kids kids of you know hunter biden how much money has he made out of ukraine 
Nancy Pelosi's kid, Mitt Romney's kid, John Kerry's kid. I, I mean, you could stretch that list out. I'd like to get some more. Let it be able to have transparency on the money flowing out of Ukraine into our ruling class. All the wrong people have been involved in Ukraine over these years, and that was part of why they had to gin up some excuse to impeach Donald Trump, yeah? Because he wanted to get to the bottom of a few things about corruption in Ukraine, and the ruling class cannot have that. And they're going to have to try to take us to actual Armageddon to protect whatever the hell kind of corruption they've got going over there. Sick people. They've got to be defeated. We have got to get these people out before, yeah, what did, what did Jennifer just tweet me? We, we're all like, you know, you know, stocking up on our potassium iodide for nuclear fallout. Come on. President Trump in Nevada last night had this to say about Ukraine and uh, Joe Biden's Armageddon. In Ukraine, with potentially hundreds of thousands of people dying, we must demand the immediate negotiation of a peaceful end to the war in Ukraine, or we will end up in World War III, and there will be nothing left of our planet, all because stupid people didn't have a clue. They didn't have a clue. They don't understand. They really don't understand. I rebuilt our military. I rebuilt our nuclear power. They don't understand what they're dealing with, the power of nuclear. They have no idea what they're doing. I withdrew from the disastrous Iran nuclear deal. Yeah, but they have no idea what they are doing. The foreign policy experts, those are the ones that Trump went against during his entire four years of peace and prosperity for the world, for the United States of America. Now that we're back in the hands of the foreign policy experts, the State Department, the CIA, and so forth, we're on the brink of blooming Armageddon. It's just really annoying. I come back from elk camp, and it's like, oh, yeah, well, prepare for nuclear war. Okay, great. Yeah. Morons. Absolute morons, ladies and gentlemen. I better start saying hello to some ladies and gentlemen. And this is Brandon in Denver, next in line. Thanks for hanging a minute. Brandon, welcome. Sunday, how you doing? Hey, doing fine. Glad you're here. I'm so happy to be here. I uh, was actually dropping my mom off at the airport, and I heard Gary down in Texas, and uh, he said something that really struck me. He said, you know, I can't do anything but vote. And I want to remind him, and everybody listening right now, voting is just one of the things that we can do. The biggest and the most profound and impactful thing we can all do is a is not look at each other with these, like, fearful, spreading eyes. I don't want anybody Good. to give up on what we actually are. Good. And that's something spectacular. Your vote works, your hand works, because you matter. Absolutely. I mean, and that that's the right attitude, that's the right posture. And, you know, there's other things, like, you know, we if we could somehow find a way to get free speech, and I think, you know, Elon Musk getting Twitter is helpful. You know, if we could somehow find a way to get pressure on the people to overturn the tech tyrants, that's another but huge we thing. Have free it's about using your free speech. You have free speech. Do not be afraid to speak your mind. And also, don't be afraid to grow in your mind. Just because you have a certain opinion about something doesn't mean you can't learn more and understand more. Like, my big thing is this I see fear being pushed on everybody. And I would love to remind everybody that fear is nothing more than ignorance. And ignorance is not stupidity. You are missing certain information or experiences, and that's ignorance. It can be cured. 
I don't let people push fear on you. Don't be afraid to get out and learn and experience this life that we have. Hey. Brandon, I love those sentiments there, and, uh, you know, especially in the aftermath of the COVID scenario, you are especially resonating, Brandon, so uh, right on, and you're a little patchy, your cell phone maybe is you're like a little uh, out there somewhere near the airport. I, I'm, I'm right in between Colorado Springs and Monument, so the okay. coming back. Okay, okay right on, but let me just say, Brandon, thank you. Check back with us before too awful long, will you? All the best to you. No, absolutely. Yeah. Check in. Thank you, Brandon. And uh, we'll get to everybody. And if you're on the lines, keep hanging on. This is Artis. Artis, what's going on? Well, I'm not a global warming believer um, because everything that they're trying to do to supposedly fix global warming, all these things are made in China and you can't recycle them or bury them because they'll leach out into our soil and water and all that. So I just I don't believe that God would create us and our creation to then allow us to destroy it. Yeah, that doesn't I don't think God's thinking that way. Yeah. And uh as my lineup are you are you playing with the sound levels? Uh we might be having different sound levels, but yeah, but uh you know, uh, there is evil in the world, artists, and uh oh, the, yeah. the goal is to not allow evil to get the upper hand, to allow evil to prevail. And there's time periods, you have to say, in, uh, in history, in world history, and even in our current history, where I worry that evil is getting the upper hand. But no, oh, that's, that's when we got, like, Caller Brandon was just saying, drop the fear, let's get engaged, let's figure out, figure out what the heck is going on and overcome it and defeat that evil. Makes sense to me, artists. Well, we have a fool in the White House. <laughs> I noticed that. I really did. Have you heard yeah. that? Oh, oh, hang on. There we go, a little Hairs Bieben tune from Helena Fischer, the German pop singer who's top of the tops right now. I like to play her music, and yeah, you know, check her. I've been playing her for about, what, five, six years now, and she just keeps getting more and more popular. Actually, I was one of the discoverers of Helena Fischer around here. I even had German friends come out and visit, and they wouldn't even know who Helena Fischer was, but now they're, like, uh, all clued in. <laughs> She's, like, their uh, top top pop star for a lot of very good reasons. And I just, probably said, I mean, uh, you know, that Nord Stream pipeline got blown up right next to Germany. It was not like over there next to Russia. So if, as John Brennan, the CIA liar, says that, well, yeah, Russia blew up their own Nord Stream pipeline, they're the most likely suspect, then why would they go all the way to, away from Russia and right there by Germany to blow it up? Give me a break, folks. And meanwhile, energy policy in Europe is so green and so backwards. And the winter is coming. These people, they laughed at Trump when Trump said, don't get dependent on Russia and don't go too far on this road you're going down. And uh, But now they're like hoarding firewood in Austria and Germany and Poland. And they're going back to the Middle Ages, burning trees. Yeah, they're burning trees now. Listen to this little news report from Euronews. As temperatures drop across the northern hemisphere, the demand for firewood and wood pellets is higher than ever in many parts of Europe. This comes as Russian energy giant Gazprom announced on Friday that it has suspended gas supplies to Italy via Austria, citing regulatory issues. Following the suspension of gas flows through the Nord Stream pipeline, there is now just one major pipeline transporting natural gas straight to Europe. 
Austrians are now looking to alternative forms of heating in a bid to stay warm this winter. We have actually prepared everything. We have a wood stove. We have new windows. So we actually have our insulation outside. We've had that for quite some time. So they're going back to wood stoves. They're going back to firewood. Good job, elites. Good job, World Economic Forum. Good job, Build Back Better Fools across this world. Good grief, folks. And by the way, color artist just said that we have a fool in power. We have a fool as president. <laughs> and Joe Biden, just so I get this in, I, I, I do at least one or two of these every week. He comes out and he says two words, two words he's going to talk about. And he tries to say two words. But what, what actually happens? Let me start off with two words. Made in America. Made in America. Wait a minute. Is that? Blake, is that two words or is that three words? Made in America? I think he was saying America. <laughs> moron. And I'm just going to use the moron word a lot tonight because I just am really convinced that everybody is stupid in political power. And they're trying to fry us in a nuclear catastrophe. So it's like it's time for the moron word. And I might even go further than moron if I really get a head of steam built up. So, yeah, two words. Two words. Let me start off with two words. Made in America. Made in America. Man. And then, by the way, remember this one? This uh, 2008 when, you know, three-letter word, jobs, three-letter word. Economic plan does nothing to tackle the number one job facing the middle class. And it happens to be, as Barack says, a three-letter word, jobs, J-O-B-S. That's Biden back in 2008. He was a moron then. He's a double, triple moron now. I called him Tapioca Joe last show. Anyway, that's just so you get the idea. Yeah, um, let's say hello to Steve in Boulder. Is this Steve? Welcome. Glad you're, uh, glad you're calling from Boulder. How, how's life in Boulder? Uh, I'm just uh, visiting Boulder. I'm fishing in the uh, Gross uh, Reservoir right now. Ah, did you uh, present your passport when you entered the uh, the country of Boulder? No, I went around it. Okay, yeah, you found a way through, huh? Good job. Right. Yeah, yeah I understand that the billions of dollars that were sent into uh, Ukraine. $67 billion since February. We're, we're funding their pension plans and their retirement plans while our uh, stock market craters. And I think we've lost seven or eight trillion dollars so far that's just evaporated stock market value evaporating yeah you know the american people are not going for this but they have to get up work longer hours and work extra days to pay the taxes to send it to ukraine to send it to other people meanwhile yeah our stock market is crashing real estate markets are crashing food groceries gas getting more expensive i mean it's just a catastrophe energy prices are going to skyrocket in the winter because we're going to have to send a lot of the natural gas to uh, Europe to help feed that. Yep, that's going to make yeah, our prices well. more expensive. We got to send it to Europe to help them out. Yeah, and, and I refuse to be part of the uh, uh, the 401s that are cratering. I'm pulling uh, my money out of the market, and I'm shorting the market, and I'm doing very well. So, as long as Joe Biden keeps uh, the interest rates going up and neglects the energy cost. Um, the market's going to crater. I, I see the market uh, before uh, Biden's um, out of office in the low 20s, high teens. 
seriously. Well, it's hard to project, and you never know, but, uh, I mean, it was obvious around here, and I did shows on this. They said, oh, this is in temporary inflation, temporary inflation. You know, it's not going to let. And we were like, yeah, that's a bunch of crap. Sorry, this is going to, and it's even worse now, right? So um, we've been all over these people. Is gonna stay um, mm-hmm. You know, he's letting all that money, spending all of our um, uh, fuel reserves, uh, trying to make the uh, the price come down, maybe a couple of cents, which really doesn't do anything. So if we need that uh, petroleum reserve, we're not going to have it. You know, and, and what if we are on the verge of some kind of a nuclear Armageddon? Then we don't have our strategic petroleum reserve. I mean, what the hell, right? Jeez. And there's a, there's a good possibility the Chinese economy is horrible. Everybody thinks it's great. It's horrible. They're foreclosing on properties that they haven't even built on yet. And um, their um, their stock market's in trouble. Their growth is really low. And um, a lot of their real estate, they're making um, their people have to pay years in advance. And then the developers go bankrupt, and they don't even build the yep. uh, it's a chaos all over the world, and I, I do think that the people uh, in charge, World Economic Forum types, the Klaus Schwab's, the Biden's, Obama's ruling class, they think that somehow they benefit from the chaos, Steve. And I'd keep going if I could, but uh, so you, uh, thank you for uh, surviving a trip to Boulder. Well done, sir. And I, of course I love Boulder, but I'll say, Steve, <laughs> yeah, we'll uh, check in with us soon, if you would. And let's say hello to, is this great American, Eric? The burrito. Hey, good. Burrito Maestro. How are you, sir? Hey. Okay, my brother. I don't want to be a radio ball hog, as they say. We want you here, but my man. The uh, the answer to Gary up there in Texas, you know, his Q&A, the, the answer is that these county sheriffs, as I was telling uh, Blake, they have the most power in counties specifically. They can investigate anything that they want to. You know that they're not afraid of the FBI, Matt, because you know they have that power in that county. Hmm. Specific counties. Just like the um, sheriff in Johnson County, um, Calvin Hayden, and then Richard Mack that are still investigating in Arizona and in Kansas, that's where uh, Calvin, uh, Sheriff Calvin Hayden is. Hmm. And they could come in there just like how that uh, Cary Lake in Arizona had that new sheriff to watch over. They had counseled all the deputy sheriffs to watch over, to be overseers in her run for governor in Arizona. I know you're very intelligent. Yeah, well, she's way up, by the way. Cary Lake has got a, a very significant lead right now over because Katie Hobbs. Because of them sheriffs in their county were there at the polls. You know, That's Eric, I point. hadn't thought of it uh, in, in, that, in that way, but I think you're on to something. I, I'd explore more if the, if the wall wasn't and I need us. I need you before you let me go. We need to get Sheriff Reams on your show because, you know, we're all buddies with our circle. Sheriff Reams needs to come to your show next if you, if you help make a connection on that, um, I'm all ears. But great American, we love you. Talk soon. Okay. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.